day four of RHA discussion. And I can't believe it's taken me to get to day four before I have mentioned the New York rule. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, if you've been following this discussion for long, and I'm sure a lot of you have, if, especially if you're listening on day four, if you haven't, sorry, I'll do my best to recap it really quick. But back in December, RHAs were going to be on the agenda for the FWC commission meeting. And we had been meeting about this since October and kind of uh, posturing kind of our objections to the rule and our, our affinity for 790, which is 790 is the thing that everyone defaults to today as the rule, uh, in, including municipalities. I, I can show you news articles where municipalities cite 790 as the reason that you can basically hunt anywhere as long as you don't shoot a house. But um we dug into one of the things the agency continued to say in these meetings was, well, other states have distance rules. They don't have RHAs. They have distance rules. Other states have distance rules. Go look at other states and see what they do. And so I got to thinking about that and I said, okay, let's go see what other states do. But because I'm a little bit pragmatic, and I'm a little bit of a data junkie. I thought, what state is the closest to Florida in size and population? And I landed on New York because Florida is 22nd in size and third in population. New York is 28th and fourth respectively. Uh, larger states in population would include Texas, California, and Texas and California are ahead of Florida. Um, those are way bigger in land size, so, so no real comparison there. New York makes a ton of sense when you look at this. So thought, what does New York do in this situation? And New York has a 500 foot distance rule from any house. Can't shoot a firearm five within 500 feet of any house unless, and it's a big unless, unless the direction of fire proposes no risk to life, limb, property. They have livestock in there. Um, they've got five or six things listed, but it's basically a directional protection. So you can't shoot within 500 feet of a house unless the direction of fire doesn't present a problem to the homeowner as far as creating damage. It can present a problem as far as noise goes, I guess. Um, so we called it the New York rule. We put that into a letter. We showed them that, hey, we took a look at another state and this is what that other state did. And uh, we'd like for you guys to consider it. So... We sent that letter in in December and RHAs got pulled magically uh, the day after that letter was sent in and went back to the drawing board, po postponed to February. Uh, in February, when it came up, the rule came up, um, the discussion was taking place. And at the end, and you can hear this in the bonus episode, the commission February commission meeting about the restricted hunting areas. Um, Commissioner Soule, the vice chair of FWC, brought up the letter and asked George about it. And he said, as I understand it, a number of people have asked for this New York rule. Why can't we do the New York rule? And George Worthen, who's the director of hunting game management, uh, who I think very highly of, answered the question and said, because we believe spatial separation will lead to acceptance of hunting. We really feel like we need to have spatial separation. All right. So this is a thing that is a, a uh, how am I going to say this? It sticks in my sticks in my crawl, maybe, if I'm Polk County redneck and say it, um, because spatial separation is a, is a strange term to introduce here. We believe that spatial separation will lead to the acceptance of hunting. Um, I, I've, I've thought about this a lot. I mean, a lot. 
And you guys know that I'm pro hunting and you also know that I have been really open to ideas that may seem, um, contraindicative of hunting. I've, I've been open to working with environmentalists and things like that. Like I've, I've, I'm open to conversations and if someone could tell me how spatial separation leads to acceptance of hunting, um, I'd really be interested in that data. But I reached out to um, two of the leading data people in the United States as far as the outdoor industry and hunting go. Uh, the first one I reached out to was AJ DeRosa, who I mentioned a few weeks back on I did an interview with him. Uh, he was the chair of Sportsman for Biden. He runs Project Uplands and Northwoods Collective. And he also, as part of Northwoods Collective, they present something to the state agencies every year called Hunt Rising. And AJ talks about this in, in the interview that we did. But they go and they collect data from their uh, Project Upland sample groups. From their they, they have a good sample of people that have come to hunting later in life non-hunters, people interested in hunting, and they have a much bigger sample than almost anyone else I know of. And I asked AJ if he had any data on spatial separation leading to the acceptance of hunting. And paraphrasing, AJ was like, no, we have no data like that. No one does really. Maybe reach out to Rob Southwick. Um, Rob Southwick of Southwick and Associates is a legend in the outdoor industry as far as data goes, analytics goes. Um, Rob has a long history of speaking at AFWA, the Association of Fish and Wildlife Agencies, working with Wildlife Management Institute. Somewhere, somehow along the way, you've seen a infographic or something that is using Southwick's data in it. Um, the Outdoor Industry Association slides as far as how much fishing, hunting, birdwatching, kayaking contribute to uh, license fee or contribute to conservation dollars, how much uh, the industry is worth, what boat registrations contribute like you've seen something shared that had Southwick's fingerprints on it uh, I asked Rob as well about the data is there any data that indicates that spatial separation leads to acceptance of hunting and again paraphrasing don't hold Rob to this paraphrasing but no there's not um, it would be almost impossible to compile data that would indicate that spatial separation leads to acceptance of hunting um, Okay, so we've gone to the two best data sources I could find that would have an answer to support the allegation that spatial separation will lead to an acceptance of hunting. Then I pivot and go back to um, Elizabeth Bland with American Daughters of Conservation, Conservation read a statement at the February Commission meeting. You could hear it on that, on that same podcast. And the statement was written by Dan Daniels, who... Uh, co-host with us sometimes he does some writing for us just really good guy i think highly of dan and dan's argument is this about spatial separation if spatial separation and i can't believe i've said this term 700 times now spatial separation if spatial separate it sounds like a divorce on the uh the uh international space station or something if spatial separation leads to acceptance of hunting then why do states that have spatial separation not have an increase in acceptance of hunting. So not only does the data not exist from a data collection group of guys that are out there looking for information like this, they don't have it, but also anecdotally, we don't see it in states that do have spatial separation. You can't pick a state. I don't know the distance rules per state, but say North Carolina, you can't hunt 300 feet from a house or 300 yards from a house or something. 
acceptance of hunting is not up based on that rule. In fact, acceptance of hunting seems to gently be declining nationally across the board. So if spatial separation was leading to an increase, um, it would sure be interesting to see how we are arriving at that conclusion. I spend a lot of time on this one because this is a key component because spatial separation is the reason that the New York rule can't be adopted as per FWC at the February commission meeting. Um, the New York rule would mirror Florida statute 790. Uh, I've mentioned that already a couple of times on these, but again, you can discharge a firearm in Florida as long as it doesn't pose foreseeable risk to life, limb, or property, 790.15B4, if you really want to get into the weeds on where that is at. Um, that is kind of the rule and, and quote-unquote law that we have used in the past as for, around hunting on municipal lakes. And that is a rule and law that a lot of local law enforcement already believe protects this. Um, and we asked if FWC has to have a rule. So again, we don't think you need a rule. Yeah, we got to have a rule. Well, we don't think you need a rule. Well, we got to have a rule. Okay, well, we reached an impasse where you're going to have a rule no matter what we say. So if that's the case, um, how about putting some directional protections in there for hunters? Now, on the surface, that may not sound like something that is a long-term solve fix. And I'm going to tell you why I think this is such an important component of this rule, okay, that's missing. The, the, the rule can be changed. Like they're going to draft this rule and five years down the road, 10 years down the road, friends of the friends of, for the society of the betterment of ducks in America is going to come to FWC and say, no, we want you to change this rule because 300 feet is too close. It needs to be 600 feet or 800 feet or a thousand feet or 12,000 feet or whatever. Um, and the agency, whatever the make of it is, make up of it is at that time because the commission is made up of civilians. They're appointed by the governor. We have no idea who the governor will be 10 years down the road, 12 years down the road, 15 years down the road. Um, they're going to listen to public comments and pressures and everything else kind of like they should have done in this situation. And they're going to make recommendations to change the rule and or change the rule. One of the things that I am concerned about is so, so, the RHA draft language that's out there has the dwelling density of one home per acre. All right. So if you have more than one home per acre, greater than one home per acre, you meet the density requirement to be issued in RHA. Now you got to meet some other hurdles as well, but that's the dwelling density requirement. And I've asked, well, what would happen if we changed that? Well, if we made it one and a half homes per acre or two homes per acre or whatever, because it would, it would substantially protect hunting if we did that. Um, and I was told, well, we drew that component, that dwelling density from Florida statute 790. So we can draw the dwelling density from there, but we can't draw the directional protection from there. And the reason we can't draw the dwelling protection, and if I sound skeptical in this, is because this is the thing that probably irritates me the most about this rule. Um, the reason we can't draw the dwelling protection from there is we believe spatial separation will lead to acceptance of hunting. Um, if I want to get really absurd about this, I would say you probably get 100% or 95% acceptance of hunting in the state of Florida if you 
did away with hunting in the state of Florida and said, hey, we're going to support hunting as long as it's not in the state. Like that's such a silly kind of, um, I don't even know if I would call it a straw man argument, but it, it just doesn't, it doesn't hold water when you really examine it and twist it around and turn it. It doesn't sparkle. And uh, it's a, it's a frustrating component of this rule to me. The idea that spatial separation is going to lead to acceptance of hunting and we have to have spatial separation in order to move forward. Um, yeah, sorry. Sell, sell crazy someplace else. Cause we're all stocked up here. If you've listened to us for long, you knew that to be true. And I don't mean that to be demeaning to the agency, but I do mean, I think this is a, I think this is a tremendous miss in this role. I think very candidly, this is an oversight by, by staff, by legal, by the agency at large, uh, the idea of spatial separation leading to the acceptance of hunting and the idea that it, that it is what prohibits 790.15 type directional protections from being included in the rule. So today that's all we're talking about spatial separation tomorrow um, I'm going to be random and all over the map I'm going to hit you with a bunch of little stuff very important stuff but a bunch of little stuff random thoughts that I'm thinking about as I try to put a boat on a boat a bow on the week of RHA discussions hope everybody's doing good hope everybody has a great evening we'll see y'all tomorrow stay woke